Hi everyone, and welcome to Bards Lost in the Metaverse with me, Sean Lee. And me, Andy Mack. Join us as we explore the depths of our creativity and the world of Web3. And welcome to episode seven of Bards Lost in the Metaverse, a podcast that follows the adventures of two aspiring creatives as we learn to weave magic through words, art, and music while exploring the world of Web3. Each week, we'll start off with an update of our works in progress before diving into a discussion of creative process or technology. So, welcome to our seventh episode. So, Andy, what are we talking about today? Well, as promised in the last episode, we're going to be talking about the metaverse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, it's going to be a good one already, I can tell. (laughs) Oh, dear. But as always, first, let's talk about where we're up to. Uh, We talked a lot about our books last time. So, where are you up to with your music, Sean? What's happening there? So, music. I have managed to create a couple of more tracks, probably Mm -hmm. like two or three. The last one I made, I'm still just not happy with, truthfully. (laughs) (laughs) So they're kind of the skeleton of tracks, I'll say. Uh, But yeah, I need to go back in and fix them because it just wasn't gelling. Sometimes it feels like I can sit down and it just sort of clicks. And especially because I I use loops and things to mesh together. So sometimes searching that giant database of loops just works. And magically, like, you click on you're like, ooh, that sounds really nice with what I got already. But then other times, I like the other day, it just, I found like one and then couldn't find anything that sounded good with it. And it's just, it was annoying me pretty much. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. Understood. So there's a couple more being developed. Yes. As always. Um, But we did just release another one on Tuesday. So we release every Tuesday. So yeah, yeah. That had a new uh, video. Oh, yes, it did. The one I uploaded today. Yes, I saw. I I watched it and liked it. I'm a good supporter of my. Thank you. Very kindly. (laughs) Business is a strong word. This adventure we're Mm -hmm. on. (laughs) Yeah, good adventuring. Um, But yeah, so mixed it up a bit, changed up the video, can sort of like maybe morph them into little albums, maybe like release maybe seven or eight, probably with the same sort of video behind it. And yeah, we'll keep changing it up. So keep an eye on the YouTube channel, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. Well done. Excellent. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) So how's your art going then? Oh, uh, pretty good. Had... A shocking week, maybe a week or two ago, because obviously we had that week off. We're filming yeah, two back to back to back recording last week. Yep, <laughs> I had a bit of a break because I just had too much going on. I couldn't get to it. Unfortunately for me, arts the thing I do at the end of the day. So depending on how my day's going, how much caffeine I've consumed, and what the world has presented me, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't get done. I've been pretty good this month, so I'm posting somewhat regularly. Then I had to have a little break because on the weekend I did do up my cover art. For the book. So I was off the art classes, off the pen and paper, and onto my iPad, onto Procreate. Uh, that was an interesting journey. It took me several hours because when it comes to that sort of art, I find it's, it's finding good reference is what you need, not so much uh, pen to paper or pencil to paper or mm. you know, stylus to glass or whatever, <laughs> whatever it works. Uh, so finding that. And then I started and did a couple and then I realized like I've just pulled Google images to smash together, uh, as reference. I don't know if I can actually use those. Mm, Probably not. No. So (laughs) 
If the character on the uh, cover of my book looks somewhat familiar, <laughs> it's me! Uh, combined with a whole bunch of other stuff. And I changed, obviously, it's all in black and white, and there's a little glow through the eye, and then I did all that. So it should, you saw it. Yeah. Did, did it look all right? It looked pretty, I guess, stunning. Yeah. That's the word that's popping to that's, mind. Like, it's very. Go on, tell me more. Um, no. Well, the, it was like, it's very contrasting I guess very yes. eye catching is yeah, probably yeah. more what I'm trying to get at that's what yeah. I was trying to get at I've had a couple of ideas of what I wanted and then I finally could have came to this idea and then I did it and, and it looked good I thought that's super exciting that you've got like the cover art yeah so that's done I'm back on the art classes I've posted up last night I'll continue that throughout the week and we should just be carrying on as normal. So Oof, that's cool. You are getting very close to being able to release stuff if you've got the cover. Yeah, I've got the cover. You've already got the ISBN. ISBN, the we talked about. Copyright. I just got to format it, Ooh. put it PDF, put it on the website, newsletters, etc. We Sign-ups. We'll do big releases yes. and let you all know when that's all up because that's yeah. so exciting. Yes, all right. But speaking of exciting, yeah, we're going to talk about the metaverse. Now, I'm just going to throw out a little asterisk here. <laughs> a very big asterisk. <laughs> a very big one. This is our first dive into the metaverse. Obviously, we're lost in the metaverse as bards that we are. We sure uh, are. No singing yet. Mm. And we'll try to keep it that way. Uh, there could be a Christmas special. Who knows? <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't tease. But... This is our first double into it. So we're not experts. We're definitely amateurs. This is probably two weeks worth of research beyond just our own interests. Mm. You know, we've gone beyond that. I've just heard about it. And it's a thing that pops up on my Facebook feed or my YouTube channel occasionally that I look at into, okay, what little bit more is the metaverse? Yeah. What does it mean? And I, I personally, I've learned a lot just in the two weeks we've been looking into it. Yeah, me and too. we're definitely going to revisit this topic and go into more sort of specific examples as we go on through the podcast. Yeah. But this is our first one. As you said, like, I think we've definitely just tipped over into, we just are interested, so we have started actively looking for sources of information and, like, diverse sources of information to learn more. Yeah, definitely. It's not exhaustive at all. This is still going to be very much our high-level take. Yeah. Of two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> you said. Two weeks and some, some dabbling. But yes, it'll be exciting to see how our knowledge of this space grows as well. But yes. yeah, we want to share with you all what we found out so far. Excellent. All right, then <laughs> let's get into it. Mm. Sean. Yes. What is the technical definition of the metaverse as it stands today? All right. Well, because we are going basic, guys. Yep. So I put what is the metaverse into Google. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely couldn't have done this yourself at home. Well, it's the first step, right? Yes, of course. And so the main definition that pops up across the internet is that it is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with a computer-generated environment and other users. That is very big and broad because that is the whole statement. Well, I was about to say that. We can do that today, right? In some ways. Yeah, yeah, there's different ways to do that. So a big part of the metaverse, though, it is underpinned by that Web3 technology. So we discussed blockchain a couple of episodes ago. So you can go back and listen to that one if you missed it. But it is underpinned by those type of technologies. And that's what's making the metaverse, I guess, able to be to exist, really, is this sort of advent of new technologies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that's interesting. So there's one bit I found in my research. I'm jumping a little bit ahead of the notes, but that's fine is there's a difference. There's the metaverse, a metaverse, and metaverses. Mm. And from what I kind of gathered from my research is the metaverse isn't a thing. It's more like an ambition, a goal. It's like the internet. 
Yeah. I guess if you were 20, 30 years ago. It's, a, it's an idea. It's true. The terms get used interchangeably. And yes. I think that does muddy the definition. Yes, because sure. there are metaverses currently. And the, you can definitely create your own metaverse, a metaverse, for example. But yeah. the metaverse, particularly, on, that's what I was researching, uh, along with some other stuff, that is very much the idea of the metaverse. That's yeah. that next, that's that fourth wave, you know, after big IBM computers that take the size of two houses to, you know, people having PCs to the internet and to cloud to this sort of decentralized, then there's that next wave of the metaverse. And we don't really know what it means. Yeah. Like, it's not a thing yet. We can't clearly define it. No, I'm the same. Like when I was doing research, um, I think something that stuck in my mind was reading um, someone described it as it's the way you talk about cyberspace is the way mm. you can talk about the metaverse. Like, yeah, that's it's good. such a huge concept and it encompasses so much. Yes. And that you have to remember that when you're talking about the metaverse or anything like this. Yeah. But it does get confusing when there are metaverses that do exist today. Well, metaverses sort yes. of. I'm doing like little fingery air quotes. Air yes. quotes. Because. They're heading in the right direction, but I think everybody thinks probably of like Ready Player One movies yeah, like that yeah, yeah. when they think when you hear the term the metaverse, yeah, it's... as though it's this like yeah already ready to go. You just plug in and you have an avatar that can just move and walk around and do stuff. And there are places where you can sort of do that, not with virtual reality really. There's only a couple one yeah, we'll that get I think I know. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that. Yeah, but it's it's not there. It's not what people are imagining it is at the Definitely moment because it's no. nowhere near what you would need. The technology isn't there for what you would need to have a world like Ready Player One, really. Oh, yeah. The um, networking and the level of compute to run like a Ready Player One, for example, mm. even not a high-speed realistic version as that is, is a lot more than we currently have. Like, we mm. currently don't have the infrastructure to be able to run the metaverse. More air quotes coming your way yeah. for people. <laughs> um, they're not watching, sorry. Which would be no one, it's just us. But yeah, that that we don't, we're not technically there. We don't have the no. infrastructure to do that yet. But we are moving towards it. Yeah. yeah. And there's also the issue of like then you said about the hardware layer. But then like the actual, I want to say like application layer, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah. The interoperability of that. Yes, At that, the moment, that's a big thing. It's completely stovepiped. All the existing metaverses that exist, they don't cross over. So you can't go play in one and then have your same avatar just appear in the other one. They have different graphics. They have different file formats. Yes. Different crypto in use. It's yeah. Yes, it's nowhere near Ready Player One stage yet. It's yeah, pretty exactly. much what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. And that's a really good point. The metaverse is that all-encompassing... Completely interoperable mm. across every format, everyone, all the time, everywhere sort of thing. As where a metaverse or the metaverses are, you know, obviously Facebook has changed to Meta. They've got mm. their Oculus, that side of the house. And we'll get into Decentraland and the Sandpit, etc. They're separate. They don't, they're not combined. You can't just simply go straight across from one to the other. And yeah. that's, not, that's not the metaverse as we sort of think of this Ready Player One. And so. it'll be fascinating to watch this develop because yes. there's a lot of business interests, I think, that kind of like that it's not interoperable. Because... Well, of course, it's a business, right? I yeah. think uh, in my research, <laughs> uh, the predictions where it could be, which means it might not be at all, it could be a 6 to $13 trillion industry Oof. by the end of a decade. That's in eight years. Because, yeah, like, why would you want it to be interoperable if you're I don't know, a company selling clothing or something for your avatars to wear? And, like, if if it was all interoperable and everyone could just go everywhere, people would yeah. buy one piece of clothing and that would last them 
for their avatar forever. Yeah. If you have multiple multi- um, metaverses that you have to access, you'd have to buy clothing for your avatar in each one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, that's a sale in each one. Yeah. And, I, look, I think it will get there eventually, but not in the short term. Because you look at, like, phones, for example. I have an Apple. You have a... What's yours? A Samsung. Samsung. Now I can send you messages and you can do, yeah. you can send me messages and we can work on the networks and all the comms gear, but it's not the same phone. There's certain things I can do that you can't do. Yeah. That might be what the future looks like, where That's you true. might choose your type of experience in the metaverse or the applications or clothes or property or whatever you might do that and that's where business might might make their profit but i think initially people are obviously all trying to get uh, their own slice of that pie and be the ones that really kick it off yeah so that is going to leave people sort of with bespoke separate metaverses as opposed Mm. to a combined metaverse for everyone yeah it's going to be interesting to watch how it plays out and like, so I mentioned avatars before and I should probably explain yeah, myself yeah, yeah. as well to some people. Um, avatars really are a digital representation of you as a person yes. in the metaverse. Yep. Um, doesn't even have to be in the metaverse at the moment. People can use them right now. Like think of profile pictures really on social media. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a version of an avatar. Uh, but that is going to become more important, I think, as we move to... I guess, experiencing these metaverses yes. when you're supposed to be able to move through them as an individual and a user and interact yeah. with others. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch how those develop, actually, which actually does kind of lead on to um, you can't really talk about metaverses without talking about virtual reality, yes. augmented reality, mixed reality, collectively all called extended reality, I discovered. Oh, wow, I didn't I know I know, that. I've done so much research. <laughs> I'm so organised today, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Um, But that has been really interesting learning about it too. So there's not many things that actually exist that do this really fantastically. Um, Mm. People have heard of Oculus sort of for virtual reality goggles and stuff. So there are elements that are out there and they are developing very quickly. So definitely watch this space. Uh, But if you don't know virtual reality, I found I'll give you some definitions of what each of those things are. Because I hadn't heard of mixed reality before, truthfully, until learning about this. Yeah, right. And I'm still not 100% sure on my definition, like, examples of it. So this yeah, is definitely okay. going to be a space I'm going to put more effort into researching because I'm okay. fascinated by it. Yeah, right. Um, but virtual reality is uh, the computer-generated simulation of a three-dimensional image or environment that can be interacted with in a seem- seemingly real or physical way by a person by using special electronic equipment. So, so think of, like, Virtual reality helmets, goggles, those sort of things. Okay. So it feels sort of real, but it's all not <laughs> simulated. Augmented reality is a technology that superimposes super computer-generated image on a user's view of the real world. So then providing a composite view. So think Pokemon Go yeah, that's is probably a good that example one. Yep, of that. Yep. That's augmented reality. Yes. You even see that. I think I saw it like the Canberra airport. They had an augmented reality sort of thing where your kid can stand in front of this big screen. Okay. And then it like shows their picture, but then puts um, animals from the zoo oh, in okay. the image. So like you can like yeah, look and it makes cool. it feel like your kid's just walking next to well, a Well, they tried that with the, um, is it the Google glasses? <laughs> Google glasses, yes. Yeah, that, that sort of a, didn't take off, did it? It was sort of a thing. And then I don't know what's happened with that. Yeah, I didn't. I just thought of that then, actually. I totally forgot to look at that. That's going to be an that. interesting one to actually look up because I'm sure they're still working on it because why, oh, yeah, it's not why wouldn't away. they? Yeah. But yeah, I haven't heard much about what's going on with that. Yeah. But yeah, augmented reality will probably be more of a 
thing, I yes, think. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, that idea, I guess you see it in sci-fi movies, walking around and ads pop up yeah, in front of yeah, you. Yep. I feel like that's kind of augmented reality, yeah. those sort of things. But that takes on to mixed reality. Yes, what is this mixed reality you speak Ooh, of? It's said that it's a medium consisting of immersive computer-generated environments in which elements of a physical and virtual environment are combined. So I'm really fascinated to understand more. I don't know what a good example is of this. Yeah, okay. But it's sounding exciting to me. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know more. So is that... I guess you don't know the answer, I guess. But I is don't. That like, Similar, a lot of the sort of research I did, they said, you know, the metaverse isn't VR. That's not what it is. No. It's not having goggles on your face. and it's sort you know. of a way to experience Yeah, it, well, they said lots it? of other things. You can have a room which is full of screens and potentially holograms that pop up and you're almost in that virtual reality that way. It's not a headset, so to speak. Yeah. It's that mix of potentially physical... I guess um, so. And that, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be keen to hear yeah, more about Yeah, so just to find out how they're actually mixing these physical and virtual worlds will be, um, yeah, watch this space. I'll find out some more and report yep. back for everybody. Yeah, all right. But it's fascinating. Um, but yes, as you're saying, um, these sort of terms of reality and stuff, yes. though, it's not the metaverse. They are just different ways of, I guess, experiencing Yes, because you don't need to do that. No, you do not. You can... Um, I think it's down here somewhere. It's, it's You can just use your laptop. Yeah, Decentraland, your... which is one of the metaverses we'll talk about. You can yeah. just do it through a laptop. You don't have to be Most in VR. Most of them today, are, it's just logging on to part of the internet still, really. It's hosted yeah, in the yeah. internet. It was probably, that's a good it's point. It's all on blockchain and stuff, yeah. so it's a bit different, but you access it through the internet. Yeah, well, the, the internet's not going away either. No. That's something I found. This is building on top of the internet. The internet yeah. just won't be replaced with this. This is something that we're going to build on top of it as, that's, as we kind of build that pyramid yeah. up with technology. Well, I guess if you go down to the heart of it, the internet's really just connected servers, really, like yeah. all pumping information around. Yeah. And Web3 technology and the metaverse is just going to use so much more of that and yeah, faster. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this needs more. So it's just like another step up. Yep. So, yeah, the fourth wave of computing and networking, I think I saw you wrote down yes, here. Yes, yeah, I that's did. And that's, that's that next level. That's where it gets <laughs> to that bit. And it's huge. Um, if you're looking at... So, what are the, uh, some of the research I did was a lot of things now, particularly in those game type of metaverse or that type of experience, is once you say... You walk over a piece of grass, there might be... The grass might get footprints in it. But then 10 minutes later, when you go back in the game, for example, it, it's gone. If we're looking mm. at a real metaverse, I believe it should... Like, your actions will have lasting effects on the environment, on that reality, potentially. So, if 100 people walk over that grass, it'll start to get worn down or it'll turn into a path, into mud. And just, just if even if that is a thing or if it isn't, the level of compute, the level of information that sharing that... Because you can be in Spain or the UK or New Zealand... But you all walk over that same bit of grass. So having that reality for all of you combined, that's that's a lot of networking, Ooh, a lot of compute, a lot of power. It's impressive just programming as well. Oh, yeah. I don't, do too. not ask you. Like, yeah. How would that work? Just like the age. You'd have to know like the aging process of grass <laughs> like, yeah, to, like to be to able to program it properly. Yeah. Is it just, That'd be know. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it probably will head that way slowly. Like humans are pretty impressive. We just um, yep. actually crashed or blew up a asteroid today. Did we? NASA did, yeah. That's super cool. I was cool. watching that just before we did this <laughs> podcast, actually. <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm glad we didn't get hit by an asteroid today. Yeah, excellent. Nowhere near like nah, the I'm Earth sure. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, humans can do pretty amazing things, so I'm sure okay. it'll. this technology will do the same. It'll develop and probably yeah. do some things we can't even imagine right. at the moment. Fair. So where are we today, then? What, what 
do you have any current examples of yeah different metaverses and stuff so during my research i got to read um the metaverse handbook was a really good book that i discovered um it was by someone called Q Harrison Terry and Scott DJ Ski Keeney, which I was like, the, I just have to say their names because they're just cool names, really, more than anything <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, they sound legit. No, they probably. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's just fun. Um, but reading through that, it really broke down um, the metaverses for me, and told. Um, so there are actually three different types of sort of metaverses that they were okay. breaking them into categories anyway. So sandbox metaverses, game gaming metaverses, and yep. then they have miscellaneous sort of other other <laughs> yeah, really okay. is what they've sort of done. Um, but sandbox metaverses are the big major ones. So they allow for a high degree of freedom in what users can actually build and how they express themselves through their avatars and what they purchase through in-game like economies and things. Okay. So the two big examples of this at the yep. moment are the sandbox. Yeah. Very. Well, it's a very yep. weird name. Yeah. You know, not to get confused. Not as cool as Bard's Lost in the Metaverse. Yeah. Go. No. And Decentraland <laughs> yep. is the other one. So the sandbox is built on Ethereum blockchain and yep. that one, it's, um, I think, aimed more at gaming. I was reading last night. Uh, but large businesses are already investing in this and, like, apparently Snoop Dogg bought, like, a huge part of... I think I saw that on the map. I think Probably. his head. His, I think I saw his face, or it could have been his sort of old school dog avatar Probably. that I saw. There. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's in there already. Um, Adidas, Gucci, Samsung, and even like PwC Hong Kong, I think it was that I read. Oh, wow. Have like a presence in there among many other businesses. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're all operating in there, and a lot of them aren't. Um, what I was reading is you go into these, and sometimes it's just ghost towns a lot yeah, of the time. Okay. But there are so many businesses yeah, okay. buying but... up property and blocks yeah, and wow. everything already. Um, and the other one is Decentraland, so that's another one of the really big ones. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's also built on Ethereum blockchain. And some of the large businesses that have already invested in that one are like Coca-Cola, Nike, um, Sotheby's apparently have built a replica of their London head office. Wow. Um, so this is the big auctioning house. And yeah, they've yeah. already been um, actually having NFT auctions in Decentraland. That's cool. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> it's crazy. And then I did read um, that Domino's have actually set up so that in Decentraland, yeah. if you're walking around with your little avatar yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, in the real world, I'm a little bit hungry, but I'm in the middle of playing in a metaverse. Yeah, okay. You can find the Domino's and order a pizza in the metaverse and yep. it turns up at your house in real life. In your real house. Your real house, yeah, yeah, not yeah. your avatar house. <laughs> That's cool. So it's getting very interesting already. So there's a lot of businesses seeing yeah. big potential in these places. Um, I think they're probably the two big ones that are starting to get momentum. Yeah, they were the big ones that I sort of found in my research yeah like it's all still really early and there's so many different ones that they're definitely recommending like you know don't hedge your bets on one metaverse at the moment because yeah, yeah you know in the idea of like eventually maybe it'll all be one big thing like we were yeah, saying yeah. it's not there yet and no, there's lots think, of different things going on yeah no no savvy investors in this room no no um so you don't need vr equipment or anything to access decentraland or sandbox currently as yep. we we're saying it's all through just your you desktop your laptop yep and through your pc yep um, so they're probably the two main sandbox ones that I probably wanted to mention. Yes. Because, yeah, they're the ones where you can literally go on and look at the plots for sale of land in Decentraland. Yeah. And I did actually go and do research because their maps were confusing me when I was looking at Decentraland. Yeah, you were saying curious. that to me yesterday, yeah. Well, there was just all these blocks and they had just colours on them and no, there was yeah. nothing explaining <laughs> what anything <laughs> was. 
But yeah, so if you ever look at the maps for Decentraland plots of land, so the green is where avatars will spawn. Okay. And yep. so that's where you first enter. So there's obviously a lot of foot traffic in there. So very yeah, yeah. highly prized. Then there's also these purple sort of areas that are sort of themed districts. So yeah. they already have like casino areas, like a shopping district, okay. all these sort of different things. It's very takes a while to figure out. I, I, I'm no ex expert in it at all. I've only just looked at it for the first time, but it's an interesting space yeah. to buy for buying plots of land in these sandbox metaverses. Yeah, it's almost like you've made a new city, right? And you're yeah. like, Who, what business wants the good spot? Like everyone gets off the train yeah. station at Central here and do you want to put your business where the highest foot traffic is? Do you want it a little bit further away? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, super interesting. It's interesting to watch it slowly develop. Yeah. Um, but some of the other metaverses that exist, so... There are gaming metaverses. There are so many out there. I'm sure people know themselves, some of them. But the big ones are kind of Fortnite, Roblox, Second Life. Minecraft even is um, yeah, yeah. considered quite dabbled a in most of those. metaverse style thing. So these are ones that have their own um, in-world economies where you can yeah. actually like sell and trade. And they, everybody has a little avatar and can move around and interact with each other. So they are sort of the yeah. starting points of metaverses in many ways. Um and then you get on to some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Miscellaneous. Um, I don't know why they just call it miscellaneous. I didn't like that, that they did that in the book. But there was one that's popped out at me, Son Somnium Space. Okay. Which is What's pretty much, if you take Decentraland yeah, and everything okay. going on in that, but add VR okay. elements to it, Yeah, yeah. then you get this metaverse. Okay. Somnium Space. Okay, interesting. I want to learn more about it because it intrigued me. Yeah, so I definitely watched a YouTube of someone, you know, I spent 100 days in the metaverse or something like that. <laughs> and he was in VR. I think he was Decentraland and he was making friends and running around. Well, yeah. It's quite interesting. Most people just look at themselves in a mirror mm. and make their avatars move. <laughs> that was like the initial thing I think people yeah. were doing is they all sort of go in and just stare at themselves and then you can make yourself move and you're watching your own reflection. Weird. Like an odd, an oddly weird amount of people doing that. <laughs> I guess it's just getting used to like this well, is a yeah, whole it's, it's, new yeah, thing, Yeah, finding right? your bearings, right? Like if I do this, this happens. If I do that, which is fine. That's that's, yeah. that's understandable. But yeah, he just the first thing that he sort of weirdly noticed was how many people were just watching their own reflections. <laughs> <laughs> just curious about what on earth is this? Yeah, what am I seeing? Yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot underway. Like I, we don't have a list of all. You can't list them all. There's so many metaverses. Of a lot of games. Um. New games end up creating their own metaverses in Web3 technology, so Web3 games. Yeah. Um, it's a huge space, really, and we are not across it properly. No, no, we will, we will learn more. Yeah, yeah. We will keep learning, but they are some of the big ones, ticket get big ticket items, I guess yes. you'd say. Well, I, know, I think uh, in my research, I think the US military using Unreal Engine 5 have their own, I guess you'd call it, metaverse to do training for, I think it was mm. pilots, could have been fighter pilots, so that that's obviously not something that's going to be open to the public, but, you know... Yeah, that... there, there's more than just the metaverse. There's bespoke metaverses yeah. for certain things. Because that Unreal Engine it gets used a lot to make the amazing graphics, right? Yes, the correct. Yeah, something on dabble eventually, <laughs> which would be cool. So, yes, I've heard a lot about um, movie producers and directors and stuff in Hollywood use it as well yep. if they want to like try to map out a scene and the characters moving around and stuff. They can oh, yeah, use that's that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like wow. sort of storyboarding aspects. Yeah. I've, I've definitely seen it used for a lot of art and how they do, yeah. you know, you can create an environment and you can change your camera angles and you can move people through that environment. So if you're drawing comics or manga or graphic novels or something and you've got a city, you can just, you've always got that city. You don't have to reference it every time. You can literally zoom in, zoom out, change angles, put your characters in different places. Mm. It sort of helps with that workflow a lot easier. That's cool, isn't yeah. it? So we kind of covered, I guess, what we know about the metaverse today. Yes. Pretty well, briefly. That's definitely not 
in depth. But what do you think it might look like in the future? Oh, well, that, that's an interesting question, mm. really. Obviously, there's your Ready Player One <clears throat> type of metaverse that we've discussed. That's that mm. very, I wouldn't say it's game-based, but it's a lot more gamified, if that makes sense. Like, there's, yeah. it's a very, like, a level up. That sort of well, metaverse. You... I don't think that's the intent of the metaverse. No. Metaverse, the metaverse, definitely isn't a gaming-based thing, nor is it a, a no. VR thing. You know what I actually heard as well is um, mm. quite a good example of a potential metaverse yeah. world. Ralph breaks the internet, the Pixar movie. Brilliant, yeah. Because it uh, that shows like a digital world where, like, you know, you actually go to a giant building and it's like Disney's whole. Yeah. world and stuff and you yeah, can go yeah. in or you need to go see i don't know any pick a business and they've got like a building and so if you can watch that movie and you see them moving around into yeah. different places it's like yeah. that was actually like a bit of a yeah definitely it could look like that and we just yeah. use vr or something to experience it and to move our avatars yeah. around well i think you've you've got a point here and i'm just going to steal mm. it from you because I, I yeah yeah it was <laughs> virtual classrooms or virtual work just um yeah. you know obviously with covid and that sort of stuff if you could have sat not just on a Zoom call, because Zoom's kind of a metaverse. It's a virtual sort of... Pl- <laughs> it's that really beginning of everyone's coming together yeah, it's in a way an of environment. virtually connecting people. That's yeah, exactly. Sure. But then you sort of step that up to like, now I can be in the classroom yeah. and I can show you stuff. Work meetings and things. I think I overheard someone yesterday saying, you know, the cost of having to fly a CEO across the country for a meeting when he could simply stay in his office and just put on a headset. And you know, it's very like Put evil. his hologram in like a... Yeah, I know. It looks like something stuff. out of Marvel or it's like cool. the villains in some futuristic thing where they all just appear in the boardroom and then disappear. But that, that's that's a real use for it that would save yeah. time and money for these type of people, right? Yeah, definitely. Not having to fly around, not having to go everywhere. Well, I was even thinking with the virtual classrooms just about well, how it could potentially has the power of maybe even changing the world in some ways because... Mm. You know, we are very lucky to live where we are in Australia and there are places that aren't as, don't have as like sophisticated, I guess, some education systems where everybody goes for free and learns. The metaverse might change a lot of stuff. Like it could increase accessibility to people around the world to be able to learn. And like, I feel like humanity, the more we learn, the better humanity becomes. Like education feels like it's just such a big part of ensuring, like, I guess a good future for humanity and yeah. so yeah. well yeah definitely you it don't you don't exciting. have to uh, have a lot of money and be in the it class to go to a field trip to google mm. you could just chuck your headset on and everyone at your school if let's if we have schools because mm. that might be virtual oh, could yeah. go on this you could get a lecturer from anywhere in the world to teach your class yeah you don't have to have you know mrs Buggerlugs lives in the three yeah yeah, yeah yeah you can if you're a high achieving student, you can go to the high achieving class. If you need a bit more help with math, you can be in a class with everyone in your city or town that is at yeah. that level and you can raise that level. So you're not, you know, as a teacher as well, you're not having to teach five different levels yeah. of something. You've got a class that's one level and one skill set and you can raise that skill set up. Yeah. So there's lots of opportunities so with that many sort of stuff. in that space. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down just about online shopping, which I just found this one interesting. Uh, of course you did. Yeah. yeah I'm very <laughs> guilty of this too. <laughs> a little bit of a serial online shopper. Yeah, I am yeah. guilty. But uh, I read about a thing called the Boson Portal. Okay. Which is kind of like Shopify, but for mm-hmm. the metaverse. So it's already a company that exists that yeah. is creating, I guess, a uh software i'm not sure exactly how they deploy it sort of thing but they work with i'll pick a 
company or a business, yeah. like say Sean's Candle Shop or something. I don't okay. know. Why not? <laughs> An example, yeah. An example. Um, I'm Sean's Candle Shop and I want a shop in the metaverse. And yeah. But, you know, I have no idea how to make that. Like, how do you physically, like, well, not physically, yeah, do I have to digitally code stuff create up? a do thing? Do I have to know how to use Unreal Engine? Um, but yeah. yeah, but Boson Portal is one of the first sort of things that are coming around, which is like a user-friendly company where you can build your own business in the metaverse quite easily without having to know all that really bad technical back end that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was making it more accessible though. That's what made me yeah. excited because I'm like, this will start to move more businesses into that space if it's becoming more accessible. Well, of course. I mean, just like, you know, um, what we do with our websites with Wix and Squarespace and all that sort of stuff where it's gone from you have to be able to code HTML to create a website to just drag and drop, right? Mm. Take a photo, add it in, that sort of stuff. I imagine eventually in the metaverse, there'll be similar companies that do that. If you want to create a store, there's a template. You can organize your store how you want. Take a photo of your real-life product if it's something that you're selling in the real world mm. and dump it in if it's a virtual thing you're selling. You know, So people can come into that store and look at it. You don't have to be able to yeah. code the metaverse so being able and to Web3 guru to be able to do that. Virtually go on a shopping trip and like look through yes. a store and stuff, pick out some clothes, yeah. purchase it, and then it will get delivered yeah. to your house through the post. Yes. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Speaking of going on shopping trips in the metaverse, because mm. I know this is coming up and I think we'll jump right ahead okay. uh, because of time, is what do you want to use the metaverse for, Sean? I think Me. there was something you were talking about the other day that you'd like. Tell us all. I came up with the idea. I would love to have a bookshop or a secondhand bookshop, or both really, yes. in the metaverse. But when I say bookshop, I'm like thinking... Think deep mahogany, like giant soaring bookshelves yeah. and like spiraling staircases. And I also want this to be a magical bookshop where it's like maybe <laughs> there's like Pegasus sort of like flying around. Think of Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium yeah, style, okay. but like a bookshop that's like that. So you can go into this bookshop in the metaverse. You could pull out a book and then maybe you have doors people can go through and you open a door and maybe it accesses a virtual landscape that's like associated with your book. Maybe it's a seascape. Maybe it's a yeah. rainforest or something. Yeah, and you can the, go and sit and read your virtual book. The sci-fi section there. is in space. That would be so cool. That is cool. Well, that's what you can do, right? Like yeah. you can take the, the classical thing that we have today and because it's virtual reality, you can make it more magical. You yeah. can hog, hogwarts it up. Because like the heart of it would just be, I'm thinking like an NFT marketplace really. Yes. For books and yep. like for EPUB sort of file formats, but experienced through a VR sort of yeah, that's very cool experience of like magic rainbows popping over your head, maybe some rain yeah. clouds, maybe some flying like paper airplanes, and just a super magical like experience in a bookshop. Yeah. I right. got excited. Yeah, you just need to idea. get that um, <laughs> bookshop smell, and I mean, that's the tricky one, right? Yeah, yeah that's the hard bit. Yeah, because it's all through the eyeballs and through your ears yeah. still, isn't it, what we're talking about? I just think it would be so cool. That, oh, anyway, yeah, I came with that idea. Cool. So, you know, maybe one day and take a lot <laughs> and to build and a lot of the metaverse needs to develop and I'd have to figure yeah. out, like, buying land and stuff or you're renting land. Yes. Oh, I don't know. There's well, a whole lot of things. Yeah, like, if you buy a block, how big can that block be? I don't know how big the blocks are. That's yeah, like, I'm can you have a – if you buy a block, can you have a one-storey – you know, yeah. quaint little bookshop, or can it literally be rooms on rooms like the TARDIS yeah. type of? Once you well, open that's it up, what it's I'd huge. Sort of hope because, like, ideally, for if you buy 
did do this bookshop. Yeah, I'd yeah. want it so that like the levels just magically increase. You know, as you have more products to sell and stuff, and you go yeah. to different areas and genres yeah. and you look around. Or is a block really shelves. x amount of compute? Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. We need we to, need look to into do that. more research, but yeah. yes, that was my um cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that is very cool. That is so cool. maybe I'll do it slowly. Maybe the podcast will follow our journey as I see how that yeah, goes definitely. and try to I'm do I'm definitely going to jump on Decentraland <laughs> at some point. I didn't have, haven't had the time recently. Yeah, I haven't gonna... been into it. You do have to set up all the crypto wallets and all this sort of stuff yeah, to get which I haven't, so I haven't been we're getting there. not done here. We've just done research so far. Yeah. <laughs> we will start actually playing yes. soon. But, yeah, there's a lot of potential, though, for these metaverses for creators as well, isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, having a bookshop like that, we'd be able to sell our books directly. Yeah, exactly. In there. Yeah. Well, you, you don't have to have a bricks and mortar place. You don't have to have a loan from the bank and a business plan. Like, you, know, I mean, you should probably have a business plan. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, you don't, there's the buy-in potentially for people and creators that want to sell their stuff, artists, musicians, all that is, is going to be easier. And you can put all your own touches to it. You can have your unicorns flying mm. around in space and all that's that. That's so cool. Well, yeah, and that, that's more <laughs> of that. I, I think as a consumer, it's not just... Here's the five brands. You'll buy one of these. You can get you get back to that, and that's the decentralized part of it. Is to get that individual art to it. You know what you've created, your personality, etc. Mm. What you've decided to do. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it'd be super cool. But yeah. admittedly, though, at the moment, I think I'm just keeping an eye on things because it is yeah. still so early, really, in this space and stuff. Oh, of and I'm yeah. nowhere near across it enough to make any big moves. So my p- current plan with the metaverse is yeah. just to keep learning right yeah, now, watching. Staying, yeah. staying abreast. Get smarter, right? Definitely get smarter because, yeah. yes, there is so many aspects to this, but it's exciting space. It is. It is. I'm, I'm very keen to watch it. I think everything I've sort of in my study was, or at least five years before it's like a standard type of thing. Mm. Uh, and then uh, like with most technology, I think once it hits, it'll that sort of curve will go up pretty quickly once it becomes adopted. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. smartphones, right? Like, oh, what's this thing? And then a couple of years later, everyone's got smartphones. You can yeah. hardly buy an old one. It'll be fascinating to watch its journey. Yes, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, there's lots of potential for storytellers, creators. There's lots of potential for business. Mm. There's lots of potential for other stuff I'm super excited about. And this is, we might not dive into this too much today, is mm. what's the effects on people? If we have this mm. metaverse, and, you know, I'm going really 80s sci-fi <laughs> horror here, and I'm loving it, um, <laughs> is, you know, what happens if you spend all your day in a metaverse and you've got to come back out in the real world? What does that do to the human psyche? Mm. Insert so many horror movies and thrillers and Pretty things much. that can happen, the security of it all. Well, that's why it'd be interesting yeah. to see what the uptake of it is, because I think there are a lot of fears of course, right? Of all this it's, stuff you're opening things, your door to everyone. Yeah, that you have to figure out yeah. this space a lot yeah, more. So I think I there's think. a big human psyche type of leap. Yeah. That it's like the cars that can drive themselves, right? Um, I think that technology's been around for a while, and we could probably, if we really drove hard, everyone could have a car that just dro- does the driving for them. But humans aren't ready to let go of the steering wheel. Yeah, that's true. I think there's going to be something similar like this. Like, how do I commit myself into a virtual place, and then I have to. You know, at the end of the day, I have to hit stop, turn the computer off, and I have to come back to my real world. What, what is that like? What does that mean? No, we'll Super cool. We might find out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> probably going to write lots of short thriller stories about it because I just see the potential for all sorts of mishap. So, um, yeah, I feel like this is definitely yeah. a topic we will come back around again oh, to and keep covering because we are planning on learning as much as we can over the next well, hopefully multiple years of the running of this podcast yes yeah so, and as yeah the more we learn the more we'll share um, yeah. we want everyone to join us on this journey 
But uh, for today, yeah. I think that is probably long enough. That's with our last two episodes have been quite long, haven't they? Yeah. That's all right. We're getting better at um, talking. <laughs> it's good. It's a good sign. It is. All right. Um, so that's it. We'll cut it there for today. Uh, next week, we're going to look a little bit uh, deeper into how we find time to write, yeah. how we fit it in, some of the methods, uh, my zero dark 30 action versus your I fit it in when I can, Yeah. how that works, <laughs> and things that we've learned that do work and don't work for the actual sitting down and getting work done for your, yeah. for your creative I, endeavors. It's definitely been like one of the biggest things for me is like that finding it time in and, and getting how myself to, do to sit it, yeah. down. So. Yeah, but we'll get into that next That'd time. Be good. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us along on Instagram, Invoke Art, on yep. YouTube, Invoke Sounds, yep. on Facebook, Invoke Creations. Yes. Our <laughs> website, Invoke Creations. Dot com. Dot com, yes, and there's some, something was changing. Well, just a quick little caveat. You you said something was changing with dot com. They're changing it? Oh, they have made um, the end. You can have like, I don't know what it's actually called. I'm going to say suffix. It's not a suffix. Yeah. But instead of dot com, you could have just dot au. Yeah, okay. As like its own. Yeah. Domain. I don't know what the word yeah, is. Okay. Don't let. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But yeah, so I we have bought that one as well. So yeah, at yeah. the moment... Uh, invokecreations.com.au invokecreations.com and invokecreations.au all point yeah. to us <laughs> alright all you website kiddies out there just keep an eye it's on that it's a little one. like tech drop yeah. alright yeah. worst outro ever alright check all that stuff out we've got a lot of work to do I'm going to go sit down and do some work right now I'm sure yep. Sean will be doing the same so yep. until next time stay dangerous bye